Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlos. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. We'll start off with show notes today. First, mm-hmm. no news about our evening with medium events just yet. We will keep you posted about those. They typically run three times a year, um, but obviously with COVID, this is something that we're still uh, evaluating. But thank you to everyone for your enthusiasm. Those events are super fun, um, but you can book personal sessions if you've been looking forward to those events and they're not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Those are 10 to 15 minute shows on emotional, intuitive, and spiritual intelligence. Kelly and I put together a toolkit for you, and they're all found together. The very first show runs the week, pardon me, that whole series runs the very first week of every single month, Monday to Friday. The very first show is available on YouTube and our website, bysarlo.com. The remaining four in that series is found at patreon.com backslash by Sarlo. And in that uh, Patreon portal, Mm -hmm. you can find a whack of other benefits. So Mm -hmm. it's not just the Sips of Sanity series. It's a great habit tracker and reflective questions to go along with it. It's our book club that we've launched brand new this month um, based on emotionally intelligent books. We're breaking those down for you and giving you some really great tools. We've also got guided journeying as well as discussions, question and answers from clients and patrons and people in our top tier have the opportunity to win a free half hour session every single month. Mm-hmm. So if you are interested in that, again, that's patreon.com backslash by Sarlo. Kelly mentioned personal sessions. We do those by Skype, FaceTime, Zoom, WhatsApp. They're a link for people all over the world. And telephone. Oh, pardon me. And telephone. Good old telephone. Thank you. Yes. Um, Those sessions are just as accurate as if you were in person. It doesn't matter what device that you use, and it doesn't matter where you're located. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, last but not least, gift certificates are always available as well. We can do up a nice certificate, send that over in a printable PDF format so that you can gift it to a special someone. And as Karen mentioned, you can gift that to anyone anywhere in the world because those sessions are um, accessible, which is Mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Um, Karen, you've got a doozy of a story for us today. I do. And I'm looking forward to it because I think this is, this is a an important thing that a lot of people need to hear. Oh, okay. So um, I had a telephone session with a lady who asked me what I could tell her from her dog. She was open. She just, she didn't give me anything specific. So I didn't know if this was going to be medical intuitive, if it was going to be behaviors, relationships, soul contract, there can be all kinds of things. And um, she just said, could was that your stomach or mine? That was my stomach. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so we are recording this before lunch. Actually, it's before my breakfast. Oh, oh well, no wonder your stomach is yelling at but us. We're, we're powering through. <laughs> um, she, she, she left it open. And so I was quiet for a little while and just asked the spirit guides what her dog, you know, wanted to say to her. And her dog came through and said, well... You can start by saying I'm I'm a male because she hasn't given you any information. She has just simply said my dog, and she wants to see if you're going to pick up on anything first. To see she does trust you. This is not like you know she's hardcore. I don't believe in this stuff, or she wouldn't have called for this kind of purpose. And I said, okay, what's going on? 
And he said, well, I'm a small dog and I'm very smart. I have a lot of energy. That is part of my breed. And I said, oh, okay, that's cool. And I'm trying to think, what kind of breed? <laughs> you know, what is this dog? And the dog says, oh, by the way, name the dog, Kelly. Oh my gosh, I should have been prepared for this. Um, oh, can I call him George? <laughs> Whatever you want. So I said, okay, George, um, what's going on? And he says to me, well, Karen, she didn't do any research on the breed. So she, she took me because... Um, I'm cute. Okay. Lesson number one, people. Do your research about breeds. She did not. And I said, well, why did she want you? And he said, well, she's lonely. I said, okay, that's fair. I think a lot of people get a dog because they're lonely. I, I mm-hmm. get this. Not that I have to get it, but I, I can empathize, right? And he, I said, so what's going on? And he said, well, she got me because she's lonely. But she didn't do any research. I just, I just came to her out of other people knowing about me. So if like from a friend of a friend, you know, their dog had a puppy. Do you want a puppy? That kind of a thing. This is also during COVID days. So I think some people listening to this are going to be able to go, oh God, I know the COVID puppies, COVID pets or whatever. Uh, people are, are lonely. Yeah, because we're not able to socialize the way we used to socialize. Mm-hmm. And some people aren't socializing at all because they refuse to use technology or they refuse to do some of it. Mm-hmm. So he said, well, he said, that's not really altogether it for her because she still works. She still goes to work. She still socializes. She is still doing all of these things. She's not following like uh, isolation rules. She still is moving about and is doing all of that. She was lonely because she wanted a partner. Okay. And she didn't do any research to figure out anything about my breed or what I need. As a matter of fact, she didn't even figure out what I need as a dog. And I said, what do you mean? Well, I need training. And I'm like, oh, you haven't been trained at all? No, not at all. And I said, so this has got to be a shit show. (laughs) And he said, and that's why she's calling you. I'm a shit show. Hmm. And I said, oh, Lord, so tell me, like, what's going on? What are you doing? Well, because she works a lot, I go to daycares. And I don't go to just one, I go to several. Because as she moves around from city to city, I'm moving from city to city with her. For her job. For her job. Right. And as a result, I go to different daycares in different cities, different countries. I go to someone's house sometimes. If she finds out that a coworker has a family member at that place, they'll take me for a week. They'll take me during the day while she's working. Uh, But there's no routine. She doesn't even tell them what my routine is. She doesn't even say, and here are his toys or here is his food. She shows up and thinks that family is going to provide my food, provide my toys, figure out my routine, figure out my behaviors. And consequently, I don't, I don't have any of this. And as a result, when I am with her, I don't behave for her. I don't listen to her. If she says sit, I just look at her like, whatever, lady. Well, there's no alpha. He's the alpha. But I get what your point is. Right. There's nobody other than him that is. Mm -hmm. So I I do understand what you were trying to say. 
Yeah. I, I kind of just want to spell it out for people, oh, right even ahead. if you do understand, yeah. because dogs are pack animals and you're talking about there being no pack, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're constantly moving around, there's no rapport built. And so while you're correct that he would be his own alpha, um, there's also no pack and that's an issue as well. Yeah. Even when she, when they're back home, there's no consistency to who walks him there, who plays with him. There's no socializing with other dogs there. So when he goes to daycare, he goes to someone's house where he's there with the other humans and if they have a dog. Mm -hmm. But because his behavior is getting more and more difficult, she can't pick to bring him to people's homes where they have other dogs. She now has to pick people where there's no dog. And those people are a little best, a little bit less likely to want to take a dog. That that can be very true. I I don't know that for sure, but not I under- for everyone. Yeah, but like I mean, for someone who has one, there's a comfort level of like, yeah, we know what to do. We have yeah. things like there's there's a different willingness, especially if they know their dog is sociable. Well, I think you've made a great point because they're usually in the routine of letting the dog out yeah. to play in the yard or um, that they walk at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or in bedtime, or whatever, but that you're right, they have these routines. Or at least a knowledge of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, he's talking about tremendous issues with his behavior, um, and with his inability to get along with other humans now, and to, to get along with other pets. Mm-hmm. And he's sad, Kelly. He's, he's got this um, nobody really wants me. Mm-hmm. He's got this, um, no rapport. Yeah. He's got no connection. And he doesn't really feel like he's got a connection to her because when they go home, she, she's exhausted. So she doesn't want to walk. She doesn't, she didn't assess her own lifestyle before she thought I should get a dog. She didn't think I work really long hours when I come home, I don't want to go for a walk. I want to lay on the couch. I want to have a glass of wine. I, w- I want to watch TV. I want to go to bed. I want to sit in the tub. I want to read. She wants self-care, which is not bad. And it's not a negative thing to want. It's just that it, it she hasn't made any room between her career and her self-care and her socializing and the needs that she has to run a life with do I have the time for a dog? And what what would that look like on a day-to-day basis? How many hours per day if I had to do three 15-minute walks? If I had to do training? If I had to do... She says to me, oh, I, I'm getting ahead. So he's telling me all of these things. And I, I was quiet for a very long time. And she was lovely in that she never interrupted. She just listened to the silence understood that I was just listening to everything and that I'd tell her. And then I did. I told her everything I've said to you all at once. And all the way through that process, she affirmed. She was super honest Mm -hmm. and said, absolutely. And and even at points she would say, what do you mean? She would say, what what do you mean? Training. You just, you just have a dog. What do you mean I have to take it to training? All kinds of people have a dog and just, they have well-behaved dogs. 
well, perhaps because they've been to training before and they know and they don't have to go back, perhaps because they had parents who properly trained their family dogs and they watched a, the, their parents do it and they knew the responsibility and they knew how to train and make them sit, make them come. They knew how to, you know, I don't, stimulate their minds. Mm-hmm. And she says to me, stimulate their mind. It's a dog, Karen. And I said, yes. And I said, well, that's the point. The point is, is that you didn't know enough here to, you didn't gather enough information. And she goes, I didn't gather anything. She says, I was just lonely. Let's go here. And let's go here. Meaning I think it was like her way of saying to herself, because I don't, I didn't take that personally that she was trying to say to me, hurry up. I think it was like, holy crap. Tell me more. Tell me more. Like what the hell else do I not know? And I said, he's also saying things like that. You never desensitized him to things that he was afraid of. And she goes, he's a dog. And I said, again, (laughs) dogs have fears. You have to train them and and to be desensitized to those fears. And she goes, I think we just hit on something. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, just, yeah. That's okay. But okay. Yeah. Take the crack. Exactly, Kelly. You and I have to know when there's a crack and and, and to seize that opportunity because Mm -hmm. it can be in where you take it and then they get everything else. Yeah. So... I said to her, well, he's saying that he's not desensitized. And she goes, I just don't even know. She says, I know what it means, but I don't know what you mean. So I know desensitizing means that you just get used to something. But what do you mean I desensitize a dog to something? And I said, well, he's saying things. And then he goes, give the example of Parker instead of me. Take the heat off of her. Okay. He says, explain when Kelly and you played thunderstorms Mm -hmm. in the house when Aaron and Eric taught us and would play those tapes in training for the whole hour we were there, Mm -hmm. you know, where they had it on really, really low the first class. You could barely even hear it. And then they turned it off so that the dogs didn't have to listen to it the entire class. Then the next time we went, they played it the entire class low. And then they turned up the volume and then it got louder and louder till it was really loud when we walked in one day and none of the dogs even cared. They just did all their training. They were calm. And that's a process of desensitization. And I explained that to her and she went, I've never done anything like that. I wouldn't have known to do that. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's the whole point that, that George, (laughs) that George is saying that you don't know how to do, but that you were told to get me into training and you thought training, I'm not spending money on that. And I said, so you devalued that a skill set, somebody that you could give you in order to have healthiness for your dog. And as a result of your dog's healthiness, then a healthy relationship with your dog and the ability for your dog then to have healthy relationships with other people and with other dogs. Mm -hmm. And I said, because this is all a process. And she says, I never saw getting a dog as a process, period. Oh, fuck. 
And I said, well, so she says, what the hell do, what the hell, Karen? And I said, well, do I continue? So you know how we pause and say Mm -hmm. in consent, you know, is this helpful? Um, Is this beneficial for you? Do we continue? Do you want to go off? And she goes, yeah, we're going to continue. And I want to know if I'm going to have a man. And so diversion. So we're not continuing. We didn't continue the conversation. She wanted to move off. But this is important because this was the reason she got the dog. But she doesn't come out and say that. She just says, well, I want to know if I'm going to have a partner again. You know, I'm not getting any younger. I'm 60s. I mean, I'm, I'm 65 years old. Like, I, I, you know, when's this going to happen for me? I don't want to start looking for a man when I'm 70 and I'm freaking old. So I just took a breath. I like, okay, hang on a second. Like no one wants to start looking ever. Yeah. No matter what your age, no one wants to think, okay, I really have to like put an effort in, get out there and figure this out. Yeah. And, and age is irrelevant. And I know people will say, well, no, it gets harder and harder. I'm not discrediting that, Mm -hmm. but no one desires to be in that place. That's, that's, I think that's very correct, but People put the age factor onto it because it creates a fear. And as and you, victim. Yes. And as you age, the fear intensifies. Yes, I get that. So the guides went down that road and they said, okay, this is what she's asking about. But in reality, if you listen to everything that George has told you, she's not in a good position to have a partner because she doesn't want process of even dating. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want a process of even trying to get to know somebody. She just wants you to be able to say as a psychic that the next one will be the one and that she doesn't have to figure it out by actually asking questions, getting to know them, seeing if they're people pleasers, if they're narcissists, if they're healthy, if they're unhealthy, if they're codependent, interdependent. She doesn't want to be asked. She doesn't have to want to think those things. She just wants... As she's sitting too busy with the rest of life, she just wants it to be easy. She wanted the dog to be easy. So she's looking for an easy response. So in actuality, you have to tell her there's no one. And she's not going to like you. And I thought, okay, that's okay. There, nobody has to like me. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I have big girl panties on. I don't give a shit who likes me and who doesn't um, in that regard. And so I, I said to her, you don't actually have a partner. And she was like, what? And she started crying. That's fair. Very fair. And I said, that doesn't mean that you don't have men. And she went, what? I said, I'm not saying that you don't have men. I'm saying you don't have a partner. And she goes, I do not speak your lingo, girl. And I said, well, I'm trying to differentiate between a man and a partner. And that many people have men and women that are their spouses, if I can use that as a term, but not in partnership where you actually have connection. Oh, she says, I get what you're saying. That's okay with me. And I was like, what's okay with you? <laughs> because I'm like, it's, I have to wrap my head around that. <laughs> Does the man know that? <laughs> well, and I'm, I, I, I like really though, I had to wrap my head around that because 
even though I, I see this consistently in this job. Well, you're witnessing it between her and her dog. Yes. Partner, Parker partnered me. I know. I park, I, I partnered Parker. Mm-hmm. Like even when the spouse comes into the picture. I understand. I know you do. It's just, I'm just saying I still have to wrap my head around it. And I'm glad that I still have to wrap my head around it because it clearly indicates that I'm not a person just looking for a man, mm-hmm. that I'm, that you're, you're in that space of understanding partnership and valuing that, including with friendships. I don't just mean I'm looking for a man. I mean, including in my relationships with my friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, with my children. I mean, with my clients. I mean, with everybody. So we had a lovely conversation, really, with both of us wearing big girl panties, where we both just sat there and said, I explained it to her about, well, there's partnership. And she goes, okay, I think I'm understanding more what you mean. She goes, you're saying to me that I just want somebody to be on the other end of the couch while we're watching TV. I want somebody with their own drink in their hand while I'm having my drink. And I said, yes, and that's an issue because... You do really want, as a prerequisite, that he drink because that is it is that important to you that while you have your drink every day, that they do too. And so you're looking for those things on that level, but not on deeper levels of, do we actually care for each other? No, she says, I do want him to care about me to have my back. So like if I need something, he's there to do it for me. If I need a meal cooked, he'll cook. I'm sick of cooking all the time. And I'm like, okay, please tell me that's not all you're looking for is that you're just looking for somebody to cook for you. Well, no, I want to share a bed. I want sex. And I said, okay. So we had that conversation around what it is in a partner that she's looking for, which she thinks is partnership, which on more significant terms the guides don't see as a real partnership. She's looking for a roommate. So I said, well, why don't we change the vocabulary? You're looking more for a roommate with sex benefits mm-hmm. than you are that you're looking for a partnership in this lifetime where you actually connect to that person. And she goes, yeah, that suits me fine. Okay. So long as that person understands that in that relationship and you're not gaslighting them. Then... In the, just as that conversation is going along, then she says about the dog and the conversation swings back to questions about the dog again. And she said, and she's upset about it emotionally and displays that, which is totally fine. And she says, um, um, I don't want to give him away. I want to keep him and I want to put my big girl panties on. I want to understand that this is going to require different things from me. That was my stomach. I know. <laughs> Gurgling. Partnering each other very nicely here. We just need Parker to come in and gurgle. <laughs> Don't will it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had a conversation around the fact that if this is an opportunity for her with the dog to be able to say, okay, Um, I didn't bother trying to figure anything out before I stepped into this relationship. I said to her, then are you also doing that with men where you, this is your MO. It doesn't matter whether it's a dog or a man, you're doing the same thing. So if you're going to keep that up, you're better off to give the dog away and let somebody who's healthy 
actually give him what he needs. And the next time, if you choose a dog, that you actually have to self-assess. I have low levels of energy, so I need a dog that doesn't need a lot of exercise. I have no intention of loving him. Maybe I should get two dogs, or maybe I should get none, or maybe I should wait until I have time and I want to. And she goes, I like it that you're not criticizing me. I like it that you're just giving me choices and you're putting in unhealthy choices so that I'll see them. She goes, you are doing that, right? (laughs) I said, I am. (laughs) I am trying to purposely give you unhealthy choices so you can see yourself. And then you can see that there are dogs out there in this world that have healthy families, whether that's one person or five people, who cares, but that their family is, is healthy. So if you're going to pick a dog that has has high levels of intelligence, then you have the time to stimulate your dog with intelligent games Mm -hmm. and ways to feed it, tricks, but you're going to have it intellectually engaged with you or give it opportunity to go to places where it runs courses of agility or where it runs courses where it's actually supposed to figure things out and that... You either provide that or you participate by giving it. And I said, and that goes the same for your men. You have to figure out. And she was laughing at this point, which I love. She was laughing going, oh my God, I have to see my next male as a dog. Who would have thought I was having this kind of a conversation with you today? She says, much if I went and told my girlfriends that I see all men like dogs, she says, that would not come out right. And I said, well, no. It's, it's not, that's not what I'm saying, but I am saying that you need to be more self-aware so that you understand if you're actually offering that man partnership or you're saying, I'm willing to be, oh, I was going to say a lump on the couch. Um, um, You're basically saying meet my needs and don't expect me to meet any of yours. You got it. So no reciprocity here reciprocity. Oh God, I did it again. And all my, all the people with the patron bingo cards just hurt my heart. (laughs) Karen mispronouncing a word. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, so she has to evaluate or she's being invited to evaluate. Is this one sided? I want a partner all for me. I want a dog because the dog's going to give to me. And I said, and what did we learn? You've gone through all these relationships with men where your attitude going in sabotages every single relationship. And she went, well, I never would have worded it that way before. I would have said it was their fault, they're assholes. You know, Cal, she certainly has, um, I'll say during this session, a desire to understand things. Mm -hmm. She has a desire to see herself to see what's going on with her dog. Like, I thought that was just remarkable. To be able to pick up the phone and and call us and be able to say, what's happening? Now, she certainly can acknowledge and say, I know that's happening. So, you know, someone's listening and go, you mean she didn't know any of that? No, no, she knows. But she doesn't understand everything. She doesn't understand all of the parts about, well, as as we said in the in the entire last hour, what a dog actually needs, what her own behavior is, what her own patterns are. I think you've got time warped. 
It hasn't even been 40 minutes. Oh. <laughs> it actually hasn't even been half an hour. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, I was really happy that she gave her dog a voice and that she knew things were not right. That's obvious. And she knew it was obvious, but that she was willing to listen, that she was willing to say, my dog needs to tell me what's going on and what it's, he's going through, what George is going through. Um, even though, yeah, we're supposed to know some of that by our own behaviors, but I think that's common in a lot of relationships where we know what our behaviors are and that they might not be great, but we still need to listen to the other person. I just, I thought it was, um, well, especially for her, given that she doesn't have a partner, she's not living with anybody else, that she's willing to listen. Now, we'll see, maybe over time if she calls back, We'll see if, what kind of decision she makes to, to move ahead. If she actually decides to give that dog another family and a chance to become healthy, or she cleans up her own act. Well, I hope she makes the right decision. Mm-hmm. And the right decision meaning a healthy one. Yes. Because if she makes the healthy decision and really gets into it, she can change her own behaviors, the ones with her, her relationship with her dog and her relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. Not just men. People, everybody. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Okay. So if you guys have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at If you have the time and energy, we would so very much appreciate if you hit the subscribe button, whether you're listening by audio or you're here with us on YouTube, that means a lot to us and uh, the way that we get to reach a broader audience. So thank you in advance for that. I will remind you as well, if you're looking for an emotionally intelligent toolkit, you can join us on patreon.com backslash by Otherwise, have a beautiful weekend.